Welcome to Street Smart Success, where real estate entrepreneurs share their backgrounds, experience, and lessons learned. This is Roger Becker, your host. Learn with me as I drill down with guests about their paths to success and what they're doing now. So today we have with us a maven in the lending space who has created something proprietary and new, which is revolutionizing the commercial mortgage space. I've been so uh, excited to talk to him because as you know, most of who I speak to is operators, which is great. Um, But this is a different uh, window into um, into the process of commercial real estate. So the gentleman I'm talking to is the CEO of comloan.com. He is Mitch Ginsburg. Mitch, welcome to Street Smart Success. Thanks, Roger. I appreciate it. And well, that was quite an introduction. I got to I got to live up to it now, right? I I have a hundred percent confidence. No, I, you know, the intro is my is my attempt to make this show biz. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying there to do. There we go. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give it my best shot. All right. So Mitch, tell me a little bit about where you you hail from. Where did you grow up and how did you uh, wend your way to where you are now? Sure. So, I, you know, as you can hear from my accent, I'm not exactly from the Bronx or Brooklyn. I'm uh, <laughs> born and raised in South Africa. Um, I was educated there, um, did my formal education. Uh, the yeah, I got a bachelor's and a master's in finance and um Practice was one of the big eight at the time, in, you know, international CPA firms, Arthur Young and Company. Um, moved to the United States 30 plus years ago um, and uh, got certified as a CPA. After a really short period of time, realized that wasn't the career choice for me. Uh, didn't quite fit my personality and um, got involved in residential mortgage banking. Uh, over 25 years, built a, a pretty decent size uh, residential mortgage bank with funding loans in multiple states, including um, Arizona, California, and Nevada, which ultimately were three of the four worst hit states in the in the 08 meltdown. Um, so, you know, r- pretty much thought I was invincible. I thought I could fight the tsunami. So I kept the company going for probably three years, uh, which was probably wasn't the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and ultimately just the, the, the contingent buyback requests and all the risk just, uh, just made no sense. Um, wound the company down a little bit bloodied, but fortunately didn't have to do any kind of bankruptcies or anything. And, um, and said, Oh my God, now what do I do? Uh, it was a pretty humbling experience, but with hindsight, I think it was, was, was actually a, a wonderful thing for me at, uh, a, it taught me what I what I truly can endure, and um, and it just taught me a lot of life lessons that you know things don't define you. It's uh, uh, you, you know as quickly as they come and they grow, they can go, and and there's just multiple events and variables in one's life that 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 you don't have control in, but ultimately how you react to them is in your control. So a lot of good life lessons. Um, 
then got exposed to commercial real estate lending and um, and just was struck by the lack of technology and 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 where does any commercial borrower go to get a loan? Uh, you know, it's just it's a it's a just a really fragmented marketplace with with really no um, search engines or ability to um, for for a, a borrower to find the right loan that fits their needs. So. That's that's a little bit about my background, and uh, we'll we'll get into you know the journey of Comloan, I guess, in a, a little bit further on. You know, uh, you, you sure put a lot of information in there. You know, uh, when I and I've had ups and downs in in in, in business, which is an understatement. Um, and when I have been at the bottom, I have not let it define me. But when it's been at the top, that's when I let it define me. <laughs> And that's probably when it shouldn't, right? Because because <laughs> as quickly as you define yourself, the the universe undefines you, right? It's it's uh, yeah, it's it's. But it's I, I think going through very challenging times at the time, it's you know you, you know one feels sorry for yourself and you know why me and things are so unfair. And, but I think when you take a step back and and you really you know have the right lens on it, it's 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 all part of a growth process and um, and it prepares you for what's ahead and 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 I think for, for me speaking for myself personally, I, I think it made me a better person. I, I came out of it you know with totally different values and and um, just really feel very blessed that I've got the opportunity I've got now and just love what I'm doing. So I think everything ultimately works out for the best. Well, if we're smart when things end up turning out our way, you know, whatever that means, after having experienced very difficult times, we will have the wisdom to be extremely grateful and not for, forget kind of the, the, the tough times. Um, exactly. But, uh, you know, I've, I've heard that, and then we'll, we'll get on to, you know, more less uh, metaphysical things, but I've read that there are two goals in life. One is to get what you want and two, to appreciate it once you get it. Most people that get number one never get number two. And I'm not a hundred percent, you know, there either, but uh, that, that this is a philosophical conversation that I don't think a single one of my listeners wants to hear. So just a, a couple quick details. You came here 30 years ago. Where is the here? Did, cause I know you're in, I think you're in, in Arizona, you're in Phoenix, Scottsdale area. And then the part two of the question is where was your where was your uh, mortgage banking business? Yeah, so um, I, I emigrated directly to Scottsdale, Arizona, and and never left. Uh, and I've been here actually thirty plus years. I'm thinking it's probably almost thirty eight years now. It's like pretty scary. So yeah, I, um, straight to Scottsdale, Arizona, and the, my uh, residential mortgage bank was based out of Scottsdale, Arizona as well. And now Comlone is based out of Scottsdale, Arizona. It's, it's crazy when you sort of sink your roots and, you know, you, you, uh, it's, it's a great place. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great city to live. It's experienced unbelievable growth, but, um, it's just, a, yeah, it's, it's a good place to live. The summers can be a little bit challenging, but, uh, hey, that's what air conditioning and swimming pools are for, yeah, I guess. That's right. Um, okay. Well, so I'm going to take, you know, uh, an attempt and, and just describe what you do and then, it's, I'm at, you know, risk, you know, uh, having egg on my face. But the way I understand it is that you've effectively built out, might be the wrong term, but effectively a portal where, where borrowers can come in and get access, you know, on your platform to many, many, many different lenders and different loan program, different loan products up to 25,000. 
and have there be efficiency and and um, have some of the opaqueness of the of the process taken out and have it be efficient. Is that is any of that correct, or how does that do? And and feel free to give me the the right definition of what exactly you yeah, did. Yeah, I think to a large extent you've 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 hit on it. Um, so I'll, I'll sort of pick up with you know my journey in 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 creating Comloan. Um, so so I got exposed to some commercial real estate transactions, um, and I thought you know where where do I go to you know to get a loan on this and. Um, and thought there must be some kind of search engine online, recognizing having come from residential, which is very simplified, very homogeneous. You, you know, you got the two big agencies, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, that dominate. Um, you, you then got probably FHA, VA, and and a handful of portfolio lenders. Um, and and there's an enormous amount of technology around, and has been for you know 30 years. You know, with automated underwriting systems, DU and LP for Fannie and Freddie. Um, so, so the, the, the prop, the, you know, the lender pool is, is very small. And, and even though you got lots of commercial lenders, ultimately they all go into the same places. So, and so the, the product range is very, very, um, homogeneous. And then, you know, your property types, you, you know, you've got single family homes, you've got condos, you've got one to four units. Um, so there's really not a lot of different property types. So it's a pretty simple environment for any borrower to sort of navigate and, and, and make sure they're getting the best loan for themselves. Um, I guess commercial is the antithesis of that. You, you've got what we call the four main food groups, which is retail, office, industrial, and multifamily. But then you got, you know, all the other property types, you know, you've got all your single purpose properties like gas stations, car washes, um, self-storage, you've got hospitality. And, and, and then each category is almost broken up into subcategories. So, for example, hospitality, you've got full service, limited service, flagged, unflagged, open corridor. So needless to say, you've got, you got all these different property types and then, and then you've got all these different kinds of lenders. You know, you've got banks and banks could be broken down into community banks, federally chartered banks, state chartered banks. Uh, you've got credit unions and then, you, then you've got your CMBS market, which is, you know, your commercial mortgage backed securities. You've got Fannie Freddie on the multifamily. You've got debt funds. You've got uh, life companies. You've got private money lenders. And everybody has a different appetite for different property types and, and, and has their own set of guidelines. Um, so needless to say, and, and then as far as programs, you have anything from literally monthly adjustables on bridge loans all the way on a HUD, uh, loan potentially up to 30 year fixed. The, the bulk of the loans are obviously your intermediate adjustables. So, you know, once again, the, the borrower really hasn't been well served in this current environment. You know, it's, it's just really complex. They all have their own, you know, credit box and guidelines. And so, so the, the traditional model of either going to a lender directly or walking, working through a small mortgage broker who has access to a limited number of lenders really hasn't served the borrower well. So, so what we came up with and I sort of went around and there obviously wasn't a platform like what we've created in Comloan and, and, and the next logical conclusion was, well, if nobody's ever done it, you know, maybe it just can't be done. And that's probably something that doesn't quite sit well with me. So we, I, I went around and interviewed a bunch of different lenders from banks to credit unions to CMBS lenders. 
and really figured out that there were about 30 key variables that are common to sizing up any commercial loan or multifamily loan. Um, Every lender will have a particular lending footprint. It could be by city, it could be by state, it could be by county, but they could define where they're willing to lend. Then every lender has a minimum maximum loan size. That's another variable. Every lender will have a particular property type they want to lend on. Then every lender has various, um, you know, ratios like debt coverage or global debt coverage or debt yield, which, which can be clearly defined and they're simply mathematical calculations. You then have every lender will have a particular time frame that they take to close. You know, if, if they recourse or non-recourse, if it's recourse, then they obviously get into the guarantors information like, you know, citizenship, net worth liquidity, income, expenses, have they ever declared bankruptcy or had property foreclosed, et cetera. So we can define exactly those 30 variables from the lender's perspective. We could capture what the borrower is looking for and then ultimately create technology which matches the borrower with the perfect lender. So, you know, really, really excited. We're probably seven, eight years into the project. We have over 700 lenders on our platform represent about 168,000 loan products. And um, we're really empowering the borrower. You know, know, the golden rule, who has the gold makes the rules. And up till now, the lenders have had the gold and they've made the rules. And sort of, you know, you go to the lender hat in hand and, and say, well, please, sir, you know, this is what I want. Can you give it to me? And very often they'll say, well, I can't give you exactly that, but this is what I think I can squeeze you into and, and you take it graciously. I think now the environment is more, this is what I want. Let me find a lender that'll fit my needs. Bearing in mind that that truly money is a commodity. It's, it's going to be the same whether it comes from bank A, B, C, or D. It really doesn't matter. And um, so, um, yeah, we're, we're really excited about you know, creating an environment which we truly believe is is going to disrupt disrupt a um, a market that that really needed um, disrupting. If there's 700 lenders on the platform, roughly how many are there in total? Yeah. Oh my God, there's thousands. You know, just just the number of you know, we we very strategic on how we bring on lenders. We don't just you know, a, a lender will reach out to us and say we want to come onto your platform in the early days. We have, you know, we, we will go to the lenders that we know are very active by property class by region. So, for example, California, which is a large state, we say, all right, let's break California up into six regions. Let's get the top banks and credit unions that lend on multifamily, retail, industrial, office, hospitality, etc., in that particular region. And then, obviously, we've got all the big nationals on, you know, the the, the um, B of A's and the Wells Fargo's and the cities and the Chase's, etc. Um, we've got all the big national C- CMBS lenders, which a lot of the big banks have CMBS divisions, but, you know, Goldman, Goldman Sachs and Canna Fitzgerald, etc. Um, and then, obviously, all the big agency lenders that, that um, do Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac lending. So, so we're very strategic to make sure we get the small community banks, credit unions within a relatively small geographic area because that's their footprint normally. And then, um, and then obviously all the big nationals. So we, we, we have phenomenal lender coverage now probably in about 22 states, meaning we have all the very aggressive community banks and credit unions within within those states. Got it. In in uh, what asset class would you say represents the bulk of the loans being done on your platform? 
you know, I, th- I think we've got a pretty good. Um, I think I think we we've got a pretty good representation across the board. I think I think multifamily is pretty strong. We 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 do a lot of multifamily, but we've pretty much done it all. Uh, we we truly have. You know, we've seen quite a bit of hospitality lately. Now that that's coming back, uh, a lot of really good hotels, a bunch of retail, industrial strong. A lot of self storage. So yeah, it's 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 truly across the board. And then, how are people finding you? So we we we've got a pretty good online presence. We're um, you know we do paid media, so we we do a fair amount of Google ads as well as organic traffic is growing um, exponentially, which is is encouraging because that doesn't bear the same cost as paid media, I guess. Um, we have a lot of referral relationships with with different referral partners, um, online listing platforms, example Brevitas, where we have um, a strategic alliance where we're uh, we'll provide live loan options for the listings that they they put up on their their price, and this is all done, you know, through APIs, and it's it's all all instant. There's no human interaction. We have strategic um, alliances with certain commercial real estate companies where we're the preferred commercial lending partner, and I think in part just purely because of the value that those real estate agents would then be able to provide to their clients in securing the right financing and the best financing that um, that ultimately will fit their needs. Detailed question, which you may or may not want to answer, uh, and I respect either way, but a big part of my background is, well, all of it is marketing and, and um, digi- a lot of digital. How, how much money you spend on Google a year? A lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than I want to. We, yeah, we, we spend a substantial amount. It's it's huge. Um, probably as far as what Google collects, it probably isn't. Uh, it's just a drop in the bucket. But for us, it's it's a substantial amount. It's um, and we're all we, we you know part of our business model is to scale that back. We um, you know every quarter we're reviewing it, and as our organic grows, we 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 sort of scaling back the. So ultimately, we want to wean ourselves off it. It's it's. I mean, it's awesome. It's like an instant fix. You know, you you just put on the money, and boom, the leads just arrive. But ultimately, I think you know we we want to try and replace as much as that with organic and and other means of of getting our business. I think as we we grow and our past borrow base grows and, and we just get better known in, in different markets. Um, you know, we, we, we generating a lot more leads organically. Is the, um, you know, look, I, every, everybody that's spending a ton of money with Google is trying to do the same thing, right? Is to get yeah. is cause the, the, the cost per transaction for, for, uh, you know, what you get organically is whatever you pay your search engine optimization agency, if you have one, or if you're doing it in house or whatever, but, so is the is the value proposition to the borrower is it really just simply just the access to so many different lenders and products that you don't even like if you're like you said earlier if you're using a loan broker they only have so much access and so is it is it really boiled down to that or is there is there value to them above and beyond just access yeah, I, th- I think I think there's a few a few variables that really come into play, which tie into the value proposition. I, th- I think first and foremost, obviously, is access. They're getting unprecedented access to the capital markets, um, which truly they wouldn't get either trying to do it, go at themselves or, or work with a traditional mortgage broker. I think the, the the second aspect of the value proposition is is really the the ease in the transaction and and the simplicity of the transaction. 
using technology. Um, so, you know, and, and recognizing we're dealing with a, with a very technical product, we, we truly want to provide the best of both worlds. So we, we match the borrower with a very seasoned originator up front to provide that concierge service. So the combination of that, that seasoned originator having access to our technology and, and the search engine and the database, yet the, the borrower experience that consultative you know, approach of a, a very seasoned loan consultant working with them and, and truly understanding what their needs are and what's motivating them to ensure that ultimately we're going to select the best lenders for them. We issue what we call a prequal, you know, just really these are the, the six or so best lenders that size up for that particular borrower's needs. The borrower then has a portal that they work from um, where they can download that um, prequal, they can upload any forms they need. And ultimately, they're going to, you know, complete the whole transaction through their portal. So they, they're able to, um, you know, review the quotes that come in from the respective lenders through their portal. They can select the lender. All the document transfer takes place through the portal. The lenders in turn have a portal where they, you know, download the package that we provide and our packages are awesome. They're very consistent. They, they're very complete. Um, so, so essentially any lender literally could take our package and put it in front of a credit committee to get a, uh, to get a term sheet. So, um, and then the lender ultimately quotes through their portal and then the, the borrower receives it through there. So, so we've created this self-contained ecosystem, which creates enormous efficiencies. There's a lot more security because there's no emailing back and forth of secured of, of sensitive documentation. So besides having better access, it's just a far better experience. It simplifies it, it shortens the timeline, and it creates enormous transparency for the borrower because they're able to um, really compare real-time quotes from the from the best lenders, not just from any lenders. These are the best lenders that have the, the highest appetite for their, their particular scenario. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's better pricing, better service, better access. Those are probably the three pillars that that, that make Com Loan the, the better choice. So when you say better pricing, how, how does that materialize? So I'll give you a really great example, and I use this a few times. We, we had a borrower who, who had recently sold out of a tech business, did substantially well, had you know substantial seven-figure deposits, um, and with one particular bank as well. And um, had bought a number of um, office buildings and and financed them through the through that bank. They were introduced to us by a commercial real estate broker they were working with, and he was intrigued. Having come from tech, he thought, "Well, well this looks cool. Let's let's give it a whirl." So his bank was actually on our platform, and um, so he um, he said, "You know, great. I'll, I'll work with you guys, and if it lands up going to my bank, so be it. Well, I'll I'll still you know." honor any kind of agreements we have. So we, we took it out to market. Obviously his bank, you know, bid on the transaction. His bank had already quoted him on this particular deal. The long and the short of it, we ultimately got him 50 basis points cheaper on that transaction than his bank had originally quoted him through his own bank. Mm-hmm. And and because of the competitive nature of the platform, the the you know the competitors just drove his bank's pricing down. And he realized you know, what is the relationship ultimately worth? Why didn't they give me this rate out the gate? You know, so 
I think that whole notion of you've got to build your relationship and the relationship with your particular bank is critical and they're going to jump through a million hoops. They're not. You know, they, they're going to be bound by what their board's going to allow them to do as far as particular property class. They've got to deal with regulators. They've got to, you know, they, they're ultimately going to do what, what, what they need to do. And they're going to, you know, obviously once you, you're in, you know, they're going to try and make as much margin as they can. So I think it's like anything, you know, competition, access to the market is is going to get you the best possible transaction. Okay, that's that's easy enough. Even I can understand that. There's got to be, Mitch, there's got to be another company that does something similar to this. It seems just too obvious to me. You know, I think I think we were probably the first to market on this. Um, there are a few that are coming up through the, you know, that, that are starting to create marketplaces. I think where we have this distinct advantage is just the depth and size of our database and our technology. I can say without any fear of contradiction at this point that there's nobody that has our database, uh, you know, the, 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 the breadth and depth of our database. And our technology, I mean, you know, we've learned over several years of, you know, the most efficient ways to onboard lenders, the most efficient ways to keep the database current. It's all well, very, it's all very well having a database, but if, if, if that data isn't accurate and current, it's, it's meaningless. So the rates are kept current using algorithms. When we onboard a lender, we, you know, they all link to a particular index and then we, we capture the margin that they want to collect over that index. And then our system pings the various indices through the day to keep the rates current. And then the lenders have a portal where they can go in and change their parameters or their lending guidelines on any product. If we don't have a lender go into their portal within 90 days, we reach out to them to ensure their, you know, their guidelines are current or they're still doing this product at 75%, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so yeah, we're we're definitely um, the industry leader at this stage. I certainly want to, don't want to be complacent because there's a lot of smart people in this country, and uh, we just we got to keep growing, and we just got to keep ahead of the pack. I got it. You had earlier mentioned, and I think I saw something about this on your website about loan consultants, and I'm assuming your own loan consultants. Is that correct? And I guess the question I really have is this: is like. How much of these transactions are done automated versus, you know, manual components to it? So, so I think, you know, the, obviously more and more of it, we're automating as we learn. I mean, we're very cognizant of the borrower experience and, and I think our Google reviews will be testament to that. We, we, we really focus to ensure. And, and I think I wish I could say it was genius on my part. It's literally just taking a page out of an interview that um, Bezos did back in the 90s. And I, I think he said technology is great and the internet's great, but it all comes down to the customers, the customer experience. And in our case, the borrower experience. So I think, you know, wherever we can replace any kind of manual process or manual communication with technology, we've done so and we continue to do so, but but being very aware that it can't be at the expense of that, that borrower experience. So a lot of it is automation, but there's still that personal touch where it's critical. You know, that initial consultation, if a problem arises, we have a transaction management team. So the loan consultant is the individual that, will originate the loan, consult with the borrower upfront, you know, really determine what their needs are and select the lenders. It then goes to a transaction management department to essentially hold the borrower's hand and, and interact with the banks and, and work through that process. So 
the advantage is the borrower really is dealing with one person at any time at Comloan through the transaction and Comloan using both technology and that, you know, personal touch um, is really, you know, shepherding the borrower through the process by dealing with the banks and, and, you know, ultimately holding the borrower's hand for closing. On the smaller loans, we are starting to automate more and more of the process with an ultimate goal in the not too distant future of having a fully automated process where the, the borrower in essence is going to build their own package and, and then interact through our platform with the, with the lenders. Um, we're, we're going to start pilot testing that on some, on, you know, some really small balance loans. Ultimately, where that'll end up, you know, I, I think there's going to be at some point a ceiling that above a certain size, you know, the borrowers are going to expect that personal touch. And um, once again, we just, you know, the borrowers are going to dictate what they want and we're going to deliver what they want. What, uh, what would you say is the average size loan that's being done? Currently, our average is probably in the mid three millions. I mean, we've we've we closed some bigger transactions. We just recently closed the thirty two million dollar multifamily deal in Texas, um, but we close a bunch of one and a half million dollar loans. So, uh, you know, I think our average is probably in the in the mid threes at the moment. Mm. And then, uh, when did you start? We started probably just on about eight years ago. Okay. So, what is that? It would have been well, uh, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, 2015, thereabouts. And, and approximately, and again, if you feel comfortable revealing, uh, that's great. If not, I, I understand. Um, how, how many loans get processed a year through the platform? Oh, wow. Um, so, so just to give you a sense, we're probably getting in uh, probably about on, on average at the moment, we've got a run rate to probably be getting on about 6,000 leads a year, which ultimately one way or another make it through at different levels through the platform. So it's, it's a fair amount of volume. Mm, got it. Um, I could ask you what percent of those turn into loans, but something tells me you're not really interested in answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as many as I would like. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> Fair answer. Inappropriate to boot. Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> I appreciate it, Mitch, and I love what you're doing. Um, if somebody wants to engage and, uh, you know, many of my listeners are operators and uh, they want to find out about you, what you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that? All right. So, you know, our website is comloan.com, C-O-M-M-L-O-A-N.com. Um, if they want a loan quote, they literally click on it, fill in some very basic information, a loan consultant will reach out to them. Through that website, they get all the different contact information and uh, we'd love the opportunity of working with them. Got it. Well, Mitch, uh, I look forward to maybe doing this in a year, see, uh, just to make sure we're both still alive. And, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I want to remain in touch. And uh, yes, we will. that is the story. All right, man. Definitely. Well, really appreciate your time, Roger. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we've been able to enlighten a few people. Hopefully. Oh. All right, sir. Okay. Talk to you soon. Take care.